Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to Tuesday, actually, not Monday, but it's Tuesday, May 8th, and we're here with another day at Board Games FM. Got some cool stuff coming at you today, including games we played over the weekend, or games we didn't play over the weekend, or (laughs) whatever the weekend held for us, as well as some updates to our Indiegogo campaign, and... I, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's more cool stuff happening out there in the board game industry, and we're going to talk about it today. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us for another day here on Board Games FM. As always, we are powered by Theology of Games. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad, just giving you the weekend slash Monday night game group recap. Um, We always talk about what we play Friday, and we know a lot of game groups meet Monday and Tuesday night. So we've got a lot of news coming to you today, but for now we're just going to do a little recap, talk about some things we've played. We want to hear what you've played as well. Last night was my Monday night game group, and we got a lot of stuff to the table. One of my friends arrived early, and I knew this was going to happen, and another friend was arriving late. So we got to sit down and play a couple two, well, not necessarily two-player games, but just the two of us. The first one we played was Queen Domino. Queen Domino was the game that was um, its brother or sister game, whatever you want to call it, was up for Game of the Year in 2017, and it did win. Uh, King Domino won Game of the Year. Queen Domino takes King Domino. It adds some new elements to it that make it a lot more interesting because King Domino is a super lightweight game with uh, just a lot of fun replayability. Um, But Queen Domino takes it to the next level. It adds some some extra things that you can do, some ways that you can advance your game um, and and just really takes it to the next level. Love Queen Domino, got that to the table. Uh, We also got to the table an older game called The Duke. The Duke is an abstract game and where you have have little, uh, it looks like a checkerboard, a small checkerboard or a chessboard, and you have these tiles that are double-sided. The tiles tell you which way the piece can move. Maybe it can move uh, front, back, left, and right. But every time you move that tile, you flip it, and it has another set of actions. And maybe that's your four diagonal corners. Maybe your tile slides rather than moves. Maybe your tile jumps rather than slides. It's really, really cool. Two things you can do on your turn. Move a tile and flip it, or draw a new tile from the bag and place it next to your duke. If your duke is taken, you lose the game. If you take the other person's duke, you win the game. Super fun game, very, very strategic, absolutely love the Duke. Then we got a a game that I've been loving lately to the table called Caverna. Caverna is a great worker placement game. It is also uh, like a, kind of like a city, not city, but um, uh, what a village construction development game. And it's really a lot of fun. It's more heavyweight. There's a lot of stuff going on in Caverna. People go on places you want to go that uh, once they go there, you can't. Uh, people blocking you. Lots of choices, even if people aren't blocking you, and you have to decide which ones to make. Great game, Caverna. 
And then finally, the last game we got to the table was an oldie. I still think it's a goodie. I know there's a lot of people who are in the hobby who just frown upon this game now. I don't, and I'll tell you why. We played Settlers of the Settlers of Catan. This is the first time I've played this game in probably eight, nine years. It, it's been a really, really long time since I played Settlers of Catan. And I had a ton of fun with it. The reason I still like this game is because it has a little bit of everything. It has trading, which is player interaction. It has a little bit of, uh, it's got resource management. It's got um, area development. It's got area control. It's, uh, not that you can, well, I guess you can't lose control. It's got dice rolling. I mean, it's got a lot of different elements of games that we love going on. Is it the best game? Absolutely not. Is it a, still a very good game? Yes, I think it is. I love Settlers of Catan. Just because it doesn't meet the standards of every other game that you have doesn't mean it's still not a quality uh, game that still sits up there on the shelf and does, uh, does, what it meant, does what it means to do. I like Settlers of Catan. I think it's a good game still. It still holds a place on my shelf. It doesn't always make it to the table. Like I said, it's been a long time. But uh, I did really enjoy it when we played it the other night. And I won, so that makes it even more enjoyable. That's what I played over the weekend and, and uh, Monday. I also got Cuesta for El Dorado to the table this weekend. That's what I've been playing. What have you guys been playing? We want to hear all about it. That's it for now. Check you later. Oh, don't forget to check out the Indiegogo project. Help send us to Origins. We really want to go and give you the best coverage possible. And uh, remember, there's a lot of sweet prizes you can win just by sharing the link. After you donate uh, some money, you can just start sharing that link. And the more times you share it, the more times you're entered into the contest. Who doesn't want to win Charterstone or Azul or Space Base? Go for it. Back to Project and uh, start sending that link out and you're going to be entered to win that contest. That's it for now. Check you later for real this time. more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Just going to talk qu- quickly about what uh, I got played this weekend. So my 10-year-old loves the DC deck builder game and it is I know it is super basic I know it is um been eclipsed by so many other deck building mechanisms and we only have the base game so we've seen these cards a million times but he loves playing it and my wife actually enjoys playing it too and the two of them always crush me I come in dead last now part of that I think is not just because uh, I think uh, this isn't sour grapes, but it's partly the character you get at the beginning of the game really determines, I think, how well you're doing that. I don't think they're all balanced. So, my wife had Batman, so for every single equipment she plays on a turn, she gets a plus one. So, she could get three, four, five. I mean, there's just tons of things she could do with that. My son also had one that gave him a bunch of extra points every turn. And then I had one that sometimes would give me plus three, which was good, but it did not seem as good as theirs. But anyway, we still had a lot of fun and I got crushed. Then my son and I, I was playing, going to play Gloomhaven with my two boys. And my oldest committed to playing and then uh, he just kept waffling and waffling and not 
committing. And so finally my 10-year-old and I said, look, either you're playing with this or you're not. And he goes, okay, I guess I'm not. I'm like, no. So we started completely over, my son and I, my 10-year-old. Luckily, we had only gotten to the first scenario and had lost with my uh, with the three of us. So it wasn't a huge setback. We just kind of started over and he and I, he wanted to stay as the mind thief and I changed over to the crag heart because I was the spell weaver and I wasn't sure that was going to be enough strength on the team. So I decided to either be the brute or the crag heart and the crag heart just sounded more fun because I don't know what exactly they could do, but I thought that seems better than just a a plain old tank. So we went in and we beat the first scenario and so far we haven't even started the second one yet but we've unlocked other things so we unlocked a scenario i'm not going to spoil anything we unlocked a scenario and then one of the uh city events actually gave us an unlock too so that was pretty cool so we have three scenarios unlocked only two of which we could do right now one of them takes a prerequisite that we do not have but we will at some point and that's one of the things i love about gloomhaven is my game is going to look different than your game because of unlocks, because of decisions you make, because of branching choices, and you may never unlock that scenario in your playthrough, and that's kind of cool to me. So anyway, that's what we played this weekend. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. And don't forget the Indiegogo campaign. We're heading into the home stretch, I think the second half of it, and you can win so many cool games just by referring people. It's super easy. So help us get there and help us bring you the latest greatest news and board games talk to you later bye all right everybody jeremiah back here wanted to get us started off today got a couple things happening with our indiegogo campaign that i thought i'd share and a couple things i thought i might tease i'm trying to work on but uh anyway we've kind of reconfigured a few of our goals um we had up for your I guess purchase, I don't know, for your backer level that you could sponsor an entire season of Board Games FM. So season two is coming soon. It'll be a hundred episodes because yes, we do this every day and we can get a lot of episodes in in a pretty quick amount of time. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're, we were, and we still are, if you want to be a season sponsor of either Board Games FM, the Theology of Games podcast, or That's How I Roll, you can certainly head over to Indiegogo and do that. But we've also broken it down into quarters of the seasons. So you can purchase a sponsorship for the first, second, third, or fourth quarter of the season of either of those shows that I just mentioned. Um, And of course, it's a little bit cheaper if you do the whole season, but Anyway, I just wanted to let you know about that. Also, uh, I'm I'm working on a cool reward level for folks who maybe aren't in the industry and don't need to buy sponsorship opportunities. Um, I've got some cool stuff coming for you there, and I hope to announce it. You know, within the next couple of days, just got to iron out a few different details and and wrinkles in that and uh, we'll be rocking and rolling there so stay tuned for that stay tuned here at board games fm we got a lot of cut stuff coming at you and uh, we'll be we'll be talking to you about actually i got a cool game in the mail yesterday i'll probably be doing a little bit quick segment on that and who knows what else we'll be scouring the internet for board games news so we can bring it to you and talk about it here on board games fm
Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Going to give you some updates on a couple of Kickstarter campaigns that are shipping right now, or close to it. Uh, just got a notice that the Endeavor Kickstarter has arrived at their warehouse. They're waiting on a couple other components, including those cool game trays that come with it. But they're getting ready to, they're going to get those in the next week or two, and then they're going to put everything together, and they're going to ship them out. So hopefully they'll start shipping in the next, well, hopefully sooner than a month even. And so we may get those uh, pretty soon. I'm looking forward to playing the new edition of Endeavor. I really enjoyed the old one, and I am looking forward to the new one with these cool bits and a couple of new mechanisms while keeping the core gameplay the same. And then the other one that should be here any day now for me is Argent the Consortium. Now, this was a game that I already owned the base and the expansion for, and Level 99 Games put up a Kickstarter for a new edition that included both of them, and if you had the old edition, you could just kind of get this upgrade kit that gave you new uh, mages and uh, you know a couple of fixes on some cards and things like that, so I'm just waiting on that piece because I already owned it and love that game. It is a an aggressive, meaty, fun worker placement game that is just nutso and so much replayability in it it is super fun so that's going to be hitting stores now soon with the expansion in it so i totally encourage people to pick that up if you like worker placement games it is aggressive though i will warn you you're knocking people out of spots you're attacking them you're taking things before they can you're trying to guess what they're doing so uh, it is not for the faint-hearted, but I've enjoyed every time I've played. And then Level 99 also has a new game by the designer of Argent the Consortium up on Kickstarter right now. I think it's got three weeks maybe left in it. And it's called Imperial Spells and Steam. And it basically looks like a magical train game where you're... Each of you has a different rail company, and you're expanding your network in this fantasy world. You're delivering different resources and upgrading your stuff. It kind of looks like a souped-up, magical ticket-to-ride sort of thing. The one thing I'm not sure about is it seems pretty expensive to me. Uh, the base game is $65, and that's not including shipping, which is, you know, that's okay, I suppose. That's kind of normal MSRP now. But the upgrade edition uh, is $99. And that gets you, I think it gets you a, a different box configuration or a different cover. And then also upgraded components. They're like resin um, molded plastic, I think. And um, so, but $99, that's how much my copy of Gloomhaven cost. And there's so much more game in Gloomhaven. So we're going to have to see how that goes because that seems a little overpriced for the deluxe one for me. But we'll see how that uh, how it plays out. I still want to play it, and I still may jump in on that basic one. Anyway, that's some updates for you. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day, and don't forget the Indiegogo campaign. You can win tons of cool games by just recommending people go there and getting a link, and it'll bounce back to you, and you get a chance to win some cool stuff. So check it out, Theology of Games on Indiegogo. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games FM is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.